What's going on, baby? It's your boy Breezy and my man Donnie Darko, my co-host, the one and only. How you doing, baby? Oh, we gotta do it again, baby. I got you no problem. How you doing, baby? Had you on mute. Oh, I'm doing great, man. I'm excited about this. Uh, this guest. Can you hear me? Yeah, check. You're good check. to go. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Um, I'm really excited about this guest you got coming on the show today. This is this is big. This is nice. Yeah, he had doing? me doing some. He had me doing some homework, man. So I'm 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 trying to do my homework on some, you know, film scoring and score composers and all this different type of stuff. And and I'm like, yo, these dudes I, is dope, yo. Like it, it, and it's not just my, you know, the normal typical top five that we always talk about, like your Hans Zimmer's and your your John Williams and those John guys. Williams. Yeah, there's yeah. some guys out there that's done some stuff like Cliff Powell, right? And I can't wait to bring him on the show. But before we go ahead and get him in here, man, I'm going to get to some of these formalities and get through these really quickly so we could get this show cracker lacking, baby. All right, check it out, guys. You can follow us on Facebook. That's Facebook right there. That's at Shoot the Breeze. All right. You can also follow us on IG and Twitter at STB Pod TV. Check this out, man. We are on all your podcasting networks. That's what we're going to call them, your streaming service, if you name it. If you go right here to anchor.fm backslash shoot the breeze pod TV, you'll find us on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, you name it. We're going to be there. Amazon, you got it. Yo, it's there for you. Whatever your streaming platform is, please go to anchor.fm backslash shoot the breeze pod TV. If you're listening to us, on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you give that five-star rating and leave a dope review. We truly appreciate it, and we will definitely make sure we respond and get back to you. Got it? Check it out. Look, man, we got the apparel popping off too, man. I got that Shoot the Breeze t-shirt on, man. It's V-neck, yo. It feels real comfy, man. Nice and nice cotton, you know what I'm saying? Uh, You can go to www.teespring.com backslash shoot dash the breeze dash apparel. All right, go ahead and get that your- you got yours on the way. That's what I like. That's what I like to hear, baby. And check it out, man. If you got to reach this man for anything, here is the email right here. That is shoot the breeze pod TV at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us an email for all guests that want to appear on the show on this spotlight show. We want to we want to host your talents. We want to interview you. We want to give you the spotlight for the hour, baby. So make sure you go ahead, shoot us an email and Donnie will get back to you or I'll get back to you. Now, check this out. This is one of them shows where we're going to have people calling in, bro. So the number is 475-549-7849. Again, the number is 475-549-7849. What you're going to do is you're going to text that number, okay? And then we're going to call you back if you want to be on the show. If you want to ask your questions on the air, we will kindly do that. We do not have a problem. And for those that are watching, we'll make sure that that number is scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Listen, I am super excited for our guest. This is a guy that I've known for probably about 20 years. Uh, and he's been just, he's been like a big role model for me, Donnie. Like he's, how do we, how do we meet? You know how we met? I was doing studio work. And he's into studio, he's into production and all that type of stuff. But he also builds studio councils. So I think on eBay, I sent him a message was like, yo, I need me a big studio council, you know, made or whatever, whatnot. He was like, yo, I know about you. I got you, blah, 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 blah. I still didn't get my council, but we'll talk about that on air. But what, I, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that's what he was doing. And that's where I, uh, you know, I, I seen him first. And then all of a sudden we connected 
and then he he had this banging nightclub. It was dope. It was like um, you ever seen that movie Thin Line Between Love and Hate with uh, with uh, Marcus? Yeah, he had he had one of them joints with Bobby Brown and and Marcus Lawrence. They had a dope joint. You know what I'm saying? Martin Lawrence. They had a dope nightclub, and it was popping. I mean, he had live bands. He had comedians. Like it was popping. And then you know stuff happened or whatever, whatever. And uh, we just been like real close ever since. He's been like a big brother to me ever since. But this guy does way more than just stuff with his hands. Produce. He scores films, yo. And I don't know about you, but it's that's something that's super hard. Something that I've been trying to get into my repertoire, trying to get into my mix and things. But uh, that's not my lane, bro. What you know about film scoring, Donnie? Uh, I actually know quite a bit about it. You know, uh, since I was a kid. And, uh, you know, my family kind of thought this was weird. I, you know, I love big, I, I'm nerdy about two things in life, you know, Star Wars. Boom. And uh, I got my, uh, I got into Harry Potter a little bit later, but I'm not, I never really got into like comic books or nothing like that. But, you know, Ninja Turtles was my thing. And the thing I love most in movies was the score. Like if you look at something like say Scarface, which is a great movie, um, I'm going to get a little controversial here. That score sucked. It like, was trash. It was trash. It, it was garbage. But you get into these uh, these these movies that had really great uh, composers behind them, and that's the emotional weight of the film. Try watching something like Star Wars without the music. It is not the same. Mm, hold on to that thought right there. You are truly correct, yo. It's like me watching a movie silently, and I'm like, nah, turn the volume up. Turn turn the turn the music. I need something to make that to make those scenes shift properly and, and, and things like that. Try watching a horror film without all the, the suspense and sounds in yeah. there. Like, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> you won't jump. I can tell you that right now. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring on our special guest. All right. Listen, I want y'all to make some noise like we are in a live TV show. Make some noise for my man, Mr. Clifton Powell. <laughs> He's looking around like, that's me. That's yeah. me. What's yeah. going on, baby? What's up, fellas? Chilling, man. We doing good, man. How you doing out here, man? How, what's going on in this COVID world, bro? Nothing, man. Just trying to keep busy. I mean, COVID, you know, COVID has COVID has changed all of our lives. Um, it truly has. It, 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 it truly has. And, you know, I was saying from an entertainment perspective, it was like Hollywood got put on hold, right? Yeah, we, yeah. We, could, we couldn't go to the movie theaters to see a movie. I mean, the movie theaters are finally starting to open up. Um Films, you know, we just couldn't. We there was no entertainment. Like we had to watch reruns and things of of, of stuff like that. And everybody's podcasting now, <laughs> including us. So, like COVID, you know, it it blossomed some things and it put a halt on some things, man. And we got you on the show because we want you to go ahead and showcase some of the things that you do, man. And I think you bring a lot to to the world. I think you bring a lot of positivity to the world. And you're just a good brother, like. For people I want to get to know. I know you, but I want people to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? As much as you want them to know you. So yeah. I know you don't have a problem sharing your personality because you're just that type of dude. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Uh yeah, well, I'm Clifton V. Powell. You know, I have to use my middle initial because of the actual actor Clifton Powell, who has a much more, he's a much larger repertoire than mine. So I had to I had to take on the name of native. This guy. Yes, yes, yes. That's Pinky, baby. Yeah, Cuddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuddy. Yeah, wow. he, was, he was very. When I finally got to meet him, I um, <clears throat> I was uh, auditioning to be the composer on that film, the North, the North Star. And oddly enough, it featured uh, Jeremiah Trotter from the um, um from what, what was it from the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, 
the middle linebacker, right? Yeah. He was, he played Big Ben in this movie. And uh I, you know, I tried to, you know, I didn't I didn't win uh, I didn't win. I didn't have enough cachet in the game at that time. But uh, uh I just I just said, well, you know, can I meet Cliff Powell? I mean, because my name is Cliff. Well, the director was like, wait a minute, your name is Clifton Powell? I was like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, you know, Clifton Powell's in this movie. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much really why I want to do it. Um, and so they arranged for us to meet and uh I have his number and he swears to this day because you know, my dad's from North Carolina, and so is he. He swears that we're related. He swears that we're related, so let's, let's check out this resemblance, man. I I can see it there, like when you start getting the gray hair and your mustache, and you gotta, you know, take the waves off your hair. It's probably <laughs> here, bro. Like when you go bald, the only thing I see different is the complexion. You know what I mean? Well, he's really related. Yeah, for those that are listening, and I know you can't see the picture, yo, you gotta check this podcast out because they actually look alike. Like I can see it. <laughs> so, um, yo, keep talking. Keep talking about this story. I mean, this is an interesting story, yo. So, what ended up happening? You know, you said you didn't get the bid to do the uh, score for the film, but something else did happen between you guys in this film. Yeah. Well, let me fast forward. I got a. I, I'm. I was part of. Um. I'm. I'm part of a, a composer's media group. Uh, it's founded by Kenneth Hampton, Lob. That's my guy. Yeah, and he. Um. He had the idea years ago. We were trying to be regular producers. You know, at that time. And um, I don't know if you remember, well, everybody knows who RZA is from yeah, of um, course. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Well, Wu yes, yes. So RZA, I started looking at film credits. I'm like, wait a minute. And Kenny was like, look at film credits. And I, I'm like, RZA's a composer? Like, huh? Like, yeah. And I said to myself, if RZA can be a composer, I can be it. We can, we can be composers. And so Kenny, um, Kenny, he started, he started just really, really, um, he started really, really getting out there pounding the pavement. And um, I was more or less, Kenny was the business side of it, and I was more or less the talent. And, uh, and so fast forward to, you know, 2012, we, we didn't get the bid to do the movie, but we got to meet Clifton Powell and he sized me up. He goes, and I'm telling you, he's the funniest guy. If he wasn't an actor, he he would have made it as a comedian. All He's the funniest dude, man. Hold up, pause, wait a minute. Who does that sound like? Clifton Powell, Clifton V. Powell. Who does that resemble? Are you talking about me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, look, look, Donnie, I can't wait for you to meet this guy, yo, because yeah. I tell you right now, his stand-up comedy, all he need is two drinks, and his stand-up comedy is raw. I mean, Eddie yeah. Murphy raw, yeah. bro, and it's legit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. dude, why are you bringing in Earthquake? You could do this. I got you behind the music. You go up there and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Cliff, Cliff and V Powell and Cliff Powell share a lot in common. And they yeah, both we do. They both act, right? The only thing Clifton, v Powell, Clifton Powell probably doesn't do is score films. But talk about your acting. This was like your acting debut, bro. Well, no, it wasn't. I well, what happened was he he said, you know, he looked at me. He said, "You what you about? What you about six two? So six three? What you about two two thirty two forty? I said, "Yeah." So, like in the scene, the the the, the guy that's being sold, he's six eight six nine. All the other slaves are like five eight. And, he, and he's like, no, he got put him in that scene right there. And they were using, a, um, I forget her name. She's a, she's an actor. For, she's a, she's a, um, a, a director. Um, and she fil she does cinematography and she was from Japan. Mm -hmm. And she used a, a, a technique where she only used one camera and did like 82 takes. And so you had to be in shape to do this take. So the scene, fast forward to the scene, the scene is I'm just, we're getting sold. 
Yeah, listen, the story is comical. Can I just can I just go into the story? No, just, a just bit? go into the story. All right, so let's hear So I get up, I get up, I get up on the I get <laughs> the director hated my guts. Get up now. Clifton's nowhere around. He's in his, he's in his, he's not in the scene. He's in his, he's in his trailer. So he got so, you in the movie and he just dipped out. He he's in the movie, but he's not he's not in my scene. Got you. So so um so uh so we get up there, they give us these slave shorts. I got on Tommy Hilfiger underwear. You know how you like to let the hill figure show a little bit, right? So I'm up there with my slave pants on, and I got the hill figure up there. So they go to they go to scene the director. Cut, cut. Excuse me. Does this does anything look familiar? Does anything look out of place to you? The slave has on Tommy Hilfiger underwear. Do you think that they wore underwear? So I take my underwear off so I not got my slave pants on, right? Ooh. And then he notices, because I didn't go to makeup. They rushed me right into, so he goes, the cut. He says, what's your name? I said, my name is Clifton. Oh, oh, Clifton Powell. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. The director goes, he goes, sir, you have waves. <laughs> Do you they think any slaves? Yeah, so you think any slaves have waves? <laughs> so now they so now I gotta come out and I gotta go into makeup and they and you can look at my Facebook page. They made me they made me messed up, man. They got me now. They bring in the female slaves. All right. Now we're all getting slow songs, and I didn't realize. So me and the other men, we didn't realize. Now, mind you, we don't have on any underwear. We just got on these flimsy little slave pants. Dude. And so the, the slave, the slave women, they get so naked. Uh -oh. So I'm telling brothers, think of something. No, 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 Don't tell me this is not where this is going. <laughs> no, I'm telling the brothers, yo, think happy thoughts, bro. Think happy thoughts. Think happy thoughts. Think about bunny rabbits and think about, think about, you know, ice cream cones. You can't think about bunny rabbits because the one thing bunny rabbits like. Yo. Bunny rabbits like to do the thing. You know what I'm saying? So you can't think about rabbits. Yeah, but they have a, to be forewarned is to be foretold. We weren't forewarned. So we just up there. We up there in the scene. Yo, oh man, <laughs> I'm doing right. I'm speaking in tongues. Mama say, Mama say, Mama say, I'm doing all that, son. But then, so the scene goes off, and then so what the scene is, the scene is, we 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 decide to rebel at that point, um, because the movie is um all about the stories. Because we don't we talk about Harriet Tubman, and she deserves all the credit for that. Mm -hmm. But we need to tell the whole story, and we need to be objective about all of our Caucasian brothers and sisters okay. that housed us along the Northern Star the Trail to Pennsylvania. A lot of people lost their families, their houses were burned, they were killed, and they sacrificed to help us. We didn't just, we didn't just say, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna leave and we're gonna, you know, take, you know, train. We had help, we, we, we had to hide in these people's homes. All throughout Amish country, around Carlisle, Pennsylvania, all, all those areas, they, they helped us. And, and, and the story talks about that. And um, so, but we, we rebelled. And uh, so there's an explosion. I jump. I jump off. I have to tussle with a couple of, you know, a couple of slave owners. I run in the woods. I get shot at. Nobody. They don't never show, you know, whether I'm shot or whether I got shot or not like that because it wasn't about me. I was just an extra. But I had to do that shit like 14 times, man, straight up. I had to jump off of a platform that was like maybe six feet in the air. I had to jump off, tussle, and then run as fast as I can. And because she wanted all different angles, we I counted. We did it fourteen times, and I didn't get paid. But it was yeah, you wasn't in, you wasn't in the union then. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have that saga. You know? Oh what I mean? yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm I got to start meeting now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is crazy. So yeah. to be an extra, what I'm hearing, Donnie, is he had to 
record a scene as an extra 14 times, 14 times. with no underwear on. No draws. No, no draws. draws. What and a story, yo. I, I stole everything. I stole I stole the handcuff. I stole the handcuff. Yeah. You just, was, you, you, you know, you just black. I got you, bro. I get it. You never <laughs> been on a movie set. Like, you know what I'm saying? You like, yo, let me, yo, that's like when we go to the hotel rooms, right? And we get the, the complimentary shampoos and the soaps and all that stuff. And we just take them. I ain't ever gonna use them, but we just gonna take them because they there. They free. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm gonna keep it. I'm keep it real. I mean, I live in the suburbs now. I live very well. Oh, come on, we know. There's we know. A, I, there's certain there's certain things that are just not out of me. The towels. There was a time when <laughs> I, I used to yo. I swear to you, I used to book into like the farm in the Marriott just to take the towels. Straight up. Yo, we about to get arrested on this show, man. Listen, Doc, I hope you got bail money, bro, because in Connecticut, they will arrest us for being live. But he just told every... Go ahead, Donnie. You know what's funny, man, is um, I, I grew up in, in a neighborhood that was 99.9% .9 black. That 0.01 was me and my family. And uh, I was trying to tell people... I forgot where I was. We were at some little meeting, and it was just all white folks, right? And uh, it was it was one of those uh, positive whatevers, you know, and they were talking about playing games, that, uh, games that they play. And the game they were talking about was called Simon Says. Now, I didn't know what the hell that was. Right. And they were like, how do you not know what Simon Says is? And I was like, well, do you know what playing the dozens is? They're like, no. And so I explained it to them and they all gave me this weird look. But they would they would say these things that like, oh, you don't know what this is. I'd be like, do you know what rap snacks are? Y'all remember rap snacks, right? I don't. I don't. You don't <laughs> the, the chips with Biggie on the front, you can only get it like back east. You can oh, like rap snacks. Days. Yes, 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 oh. yes. I never had a, a, a bag of those, but I no. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but you know, it's it's crazy the cultural differences, man. Um, but all the things you're talking about, I relate to. Just don't don't let my skin fool you now. Yo, 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 you, you got We're just we're just light skinned brothers, man. That's all we are. So. Yeah, love Sicilians, it. Sicilians look just like us. I, I have yeah. a, a, a I don't know if you star star from the Star Morning Show. Yeah, he's he's yeah. the one that got me in the, my first podcast in two thousand six. He made that possible for me. Shouts yeah. out to him. And yeah. he would always say, "I'm like Star, you're, you're you're black and Italian." He would correct me all the time and go, "I'm Italian." Sicilian. I'm, I'm, he said, I'm Italian, but I'm Neapolitan, not to be confused with Sicilian trash. And I'm like, oh. I think it's because they look like us. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Clifton? I'm half and half. I'm half Napolitan, half Sicilian. So I got them both in me. But my grandfather, when he came to this country, um, I can't remember what year it is. I'm sure they'll get on me about it. Uh, he didn't speak a word <laughs> of English. I had like 12 cents or $12 in his pocket or something. When he came over here, there was still a lot of racism against Italians, and I'm not trying to compare it to, you know, any anything else that happened in But history. it was bad, but though. Saying, you know, it was real bad. It. it was very bad. Oh, it was, yeah. But this is the one thing, you know, it, people would ask me growing up, like, oh, you know, why do you, why do you uh, talk black? I didn't know you could talk a color, but okay. Um, and, I, and, and I just didn't understand. Like, you know, this is who I relate to. These are the people I relate to. But my grandfather, from when I was a little kid, told me this story when he got here. He was trying to figure out the cigarette vending machine, right? Remember those? The ones you got to put the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to pull, you pull that slot. Yeah. Some white dude, some Irish white dude, this was in New York, fresh off Ellis Island now, some white dude runs up and was like, oh, let me help you. Grabs his money and runs. Now, 
what this dude didn't think about was at the time, um, and I know movies don't depict this, but but blacks and Italians got along very well. Like they they had each other's backs. He said this six foot five at least brother just straight up clothesline this dude. Took the money, took his money too, gave it to my grandfather who had nowhere to stay, helped him get the cigarette machine, and then gave him a place to, to, to rest his head that night. Because he, I love he it. got there with nowhere to stay. So I love little pieces of history like that. But my next question after that was how did it feel, Clifton, being a part of a movie like that 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 explains you know, a, a terrible time in American history. And, uh, you know, how did it feel? Did it feel, did you get that feeling that you were doing something special? Well, again, I have to be clear. You have to look very, very, you have to look very closely to see me in this movie. So I just want to keep that clear. I don't want to make it sound like I was a star of the movie or nothing like that. I'm, I was an extra, an extra extra. But <clears throat> the history behind it, and being around real actors, I actually thought I was a slave. Um, I'm, 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 and I'm not, that's not even a joke. Um, during, I had to tell the dude that was playing the slave master, I had to tell him, bro, you gotta, you're making me nervous. Because we wasn't, it, they said cut. And he was like, staring me in the face like that can get you killed, boy. I was like, yo, they said cut, cousin. Like, like. <laughs> and he, and he, he explained to me later. He's a method actor, and he explained to me later. It takes me too much to get into character. Uh -huh. So I walk around as a slave master all day long. Respect, bro. I, I went from, yeah, I went from wanting to choke slam him to actually understanding. Yeah. Understanding. And then I, I should have sent you pictures of that. I have hundreds of pictures of that experience. And there were so many people that were, I took a picture with a lady. She was, she was, she was in the film and she was in her late 70s, early 80s. And she would tell me the stories about her great grandfather. And she was an original descendant of the people that we're talking about. And it was just, it was a wonderful experience just to be there all day shooting. I was, I was there from maybe 10 o'clock in the morning to probably three o'clock that next morning. And I'm telling you, it was, it was, it almost made me want to pursue a career in acting if I, if I wasn't so old at the time. I mean, it that's was really nice. Wow. That, that's an amazing story, bro. Like it's, just to say, I've known you all these years, and you never shared this story with me. So we're going to have a conversation off the podcast. All right, so check this out. I have a list of your works, man. And these are just a few of the things that I was able to grab during, you know, just by researching who you are. And you say you've done uh, film scoring for the movie No Regrets, right? A yes. Horse for yep. a Summer, mm -hmm. uh, Cupid's Guillotine, Lucky Girl, Mysterious mm -hmm. Island, Four Presidents, Lazarus mm -hmm. Rising. And Alligator X, Alligator X. Listen, I want to show a clip or the trailer for The Mysterious Island so people can hear your work, you know what I'm saying, uh, and see your work. So check this out, guys.
Nasty brutes those pirates were. And you are? I'm Captain Nemo. Welcome to my island. We are on an island lost in time, inhabited by flesh-eating swamp things, invaded by pirates that houses a volcano and is stalked by a giant octopus. Does that about sum it up? Yep, I'd say so. Now, just listening to the sounds in that film, man, they had me on one. I can tell you that right now. So um, I just want to ask you a couple questions about this. You know, you know what I'm saying? So what was your favorite, favorite film to score? You've done a lot of work, and, I, and I'm sure there's more stuff that you haven't mentioned or we I haven't been able to find. And I'm sure there's more things that you said. Um, you have some B-roll movies and B-movies like that. But what was your favorite film um, to score? Um, well... Mysterious Island is definitely up there now. That that came to me. Um, uh, uh, Kenneth Kenneth Hampton. Um, he had he had formed a relationship with uh, K two Productions, and they were very they were an up and coming. Um, <clears throat> they were up and coming film company at the time, and um, we 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 put in a bid to do that film, and they rejected us, and they and they 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 hired another guy. Okay. Um, he did a horrible job on the film, and I got a call from Kenny on a Thursday night saying that we have to have this film scored and ready uh, for TV by Sunday. Wow. Turnaround yeah. time. Uh, Talk about it. Turnaround, yeah. And at, at first I was like, you know, uh, you know, I, we, this is impossible, but I'm thinking to myself, do you know the residuals on this? This is, this is a, this, I mean, this got, this got, this has everything. Um, and, and it had uh, Mark Shepard, you know, Mark Shepard, um, he's, yeah. he was one of the producers on um, uh, Leverage. Yeah. Um, so he he was he was uh, he was Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard was working with Dean Devlin at the time. So I saw the opportunities that were involved. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Kenneth Hampton, he's just down for whatever. Like he 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 saw the vision before all of us. Um, I had the skills to to do. So to make a long story short. Um, that 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 was my favorite film from. Uh, that is three. That um, a horse for summer mm -hmm. because there was a lot of guitar. I got the film. I got the I got the composer with my guitar. There was a lot of guitar work in that movie, and uh, uh, it's called No Regrets. But the original title was it was Thirty Six Hour Layover, and that film was special to me because you know, you know my dad recently passed. Um, last, well, not last year, but um, he Loretta Devine was his. He just loved her. Yeah. And I got to I got to score a film that she starred in, um, and that that movie was dear to me. And also, Thelma from Good Times was in that movie, mm -hmm. and uh, so that movie was special to me because you know we all had a crush on Thelma. Well, in the seventies, I, I, I Thelma was my girlfriend. I was only six or seven years old, but <laughs> Thelma from Good Times. That, that in my mind, she was my girl. We was going. I was going to get grown, grown and marry Thelma. But so that movie was special. But from uh, from the work side of it. Mysterious Island, hands down. And uh, when we finished the film, then shortly thereafter, we got we got a, we got a notice that it was going to be uh, premiered on Shark Week uh, for the Sci-Fi Channel, and it was and then, then you know that 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 just spawned us getting so much more work from that. Wow, so much more work. 
Wow. Well, we got a couple of comments in here for you, man. Uh, 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 one of our film producers, he was on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Andre, my man, Crazy One Griffith, man. He says, listen, when you got to turn those creative juices on, man, you got to turn them on. You know what I'm saying? And you, yes, you, sir. You, you did that. You know what I mean? And he said, deadlines matter. We need to talk about deadlines, guys. Look, people, deadlines do matter. Speaking of that, I probably shouldn't be doing this show. I was supposed to be working on a commercial and I'm probably going to miss the deadline. So deadlines do matter. That's really cool, man. Listen, you had, there were some actors in that movie, some um, actors and actresses that I recognized. I mean, one of the dudes I know he played in a couple of the scary movies. He's like a funny actor type guy or whatnot. The guy that was at the end of that clip, can't think of his name, but I'm um, from Mysterious Island, but that's, yeah, that, yeah that's, you you like some big people, man, and and your and your heyday, bro. You've been doing it, you know. Well, Crystal um, says this this particular is her, is her girl Bernadette Stannis. Yeah, you know I mean? Bernadette. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I, I got um um I got to work with Eric Roberts uh, actually, Julia Roberts' brother. Julia Roberts' um, brother. Yeah. Look up look the movie oh, up. It was, what? Excuse me. The martial artist, correct? Is that the one from Best of the Best? Yes, that's him. That's yes, him Eric Roberts. Yep. Yes, sir. It's the, it's the movie called The Joker's Poltergeist. And if you, I posted at the premiere. They shot it was, it's a horror film, and they shot the film in the and the movie. They shot the whole film in this this movie theater in, in um, upstate New York. And it's just like all old school balconies and everything. And it's got this big screen in the middle, and um, and uh, 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 they actually did the premiere in that theater. And uh, Eric Roberts, he didn't make it, but uh, I scored a lot of his scenes in that movie, and uh, that was that was that was uh, a challenge for me because, you know, we were doing B movies until we started getting a, a name brand guys to work with, and I noticed that the acting was we had to step our game up because the acting was so much it was on a different level um, um, than than the films that we had been doing, and uh, so I, I I I've got I've gotten to work with some. Uh, with some with some with some pretty heavy name uh people up to this point wow listen i got a message uh and i was i would hoping this person would call in they said look watching your podcast tonight i just wanted to say it's great to hear a discussion that offers some insight into the arts and can inspire other young artists who may be considering different opportunities within the film and the music industries Bravo, gentlemen. We need more of this. To this wonderful person who uh, sent me this message, we thank you from the bottom of our heart. Listen, this is what this platform is all about. It's to uplift people. And all my everybody is our people. You get what I'm saying? So it's, it's to uplift yes, everybody. And that's that's something that I've been wanting to do all my life. How many showcases we put on, Cliff? You know, trying to bring oh. artists and things, that, you know, to come along. You had the spot. You hosted the spot. How many open mics have we done, Cliff, just to get Jesus. people to come? Yo, this is what we do. Like, I, I it took me a minute to figure out like what my calling was. You know, I love music, I love I love film, I love scoring, I love work, I love all that stuff, but there's nothing like being able to help someone else out and to push them along. You know what I'm saying? Can and I even, say something? You about absolutely you? can. This is this your show, baby. Your segment. I don't nobody know nobody knows how deep it is with me and you. So right. I never talk, I never discussed this and I, I never talked to anybody about this, but I'm gonna say on this. I'm going to say on this podcast that when I had my studio, all right? Yeah. That studio was my labor of love. It was my my Mona Lisa, my masterpiece. Hold on. Before you continue, if you don't know about the Native studio, it was like walking into, um, oh, my gosh, what's the, the studio we go to when we're in New York? Um, 
the one biggie the one pop got shot in it was it was uh, it was talking about quad it was like his was you didn't he didn't have the levels as quad but the quality of the studio was built like a quad studio yo you go in there you got your studio a your studio b your live spot studio was popping this dude went from a nightclub studio it was it was on point so shout yeah. out to you bro and as so, an artist that creates such a comfort level it's 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 oh, insane. I didn't even talk about this. The artists know that. Yeah, you you have no idea, Donnie, the setting that yeah, it was. Yeah, that I'm yeah. just talking about how it was built and constructed. But when you walked in there, Donnie, it was like, yo, state of the art, yeah. Avalons, Tritons, like you name it. It was like everything was in there. So I just wanted yeah, to tell you are. level to to be creative to the max. You got everything you need right there, and that's True. an artist's dream. True that, bro. Listen, I I I don't want to get I don't want to get deep or tear jerky, but that studio was a labor of love, and it, and we were popping in the first few years. But towards the end, I remember having a conversation with you, Wayne, and mm -hmm. I told you how the studio was struggling. I was struggling to keep it aboard. Abo abo equipment was breaking. I couldn't replace it. This brother went and got a mixing board, microphones, computers. Yo. He, he kept me afloat. Like I, I was able to use, and he didn't ask me for anything back. You understand? At that time in my life, everybody wanted something from me. This young man right here stepped in and he gave me thousands of dollars worth of equipment that I used to pay my bills. Uh, I, 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 I don't know if I ever said thank you for that, but like I, on this podcast in my heart, like, yo, that right there, that right there was hope. That right there was that was that was deeper than anything that could have ever happened in my life at that time. I don't and I don't know that because there was nothing to you, it was equipment you had laying around. But for me, <laughs> you know, I was about to lose it all, man. You know what I'm saying? And and that 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 gesture was able to keep us afloat, you know. And then I, then you know, here come Troy Oliver, and then we back. Yeah. But, and he was back. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if y'all don't know but, who he is, guys, you better Google him. Yo, listen, yeah, he was right, yo. The connection, but, bro. But if you hadn't done that, we wouldn't have had that to get to that to, to get to the level. We wouldn't, wow. have, you know, we wouldn't have had that. Everybody wow. looked at me like I I had it, I, but I at that time I didn't. And I, I had I broke down one day, and I remember talking to you. We were at a, we were doing a gig at the studio, mm -hmm. and you was like, "Bro, I got you, I got you." I have monitors. Yeah, I had a I had a mixing board. I, we broke it, but it still was. You know, <laughs> we, I had a mixing board. Yo, brother, the, listen to me. The brother bought me like five months because I, you know, now I got now I can rehearse. Like, you know, I, and I don't want to get deep, but I, if, if I've never said thank you sincerely, and you were, you, and and besides me, at that time you were the only other person that had a key, and you never used it ever. Yeah. But you were the only. I gave you a key to the. Remember that I gave you a key I to do. the building. I do. There was people that was mad at me. Why Wayne got a key? Okay, well look around you. <laughs> I know. You know. I know. So, so, so I just, I just want to say thank you for that, brother. Thank you, man. Listen, man, as much as you've done for me, like I, when I say that you were just, you're a role model, you're a big, you're more than that. Cause you're like a, a like an actual big brother. Like I could physically be around and learn under man. Like we've done so much together, bro. Like, yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. and, and, and I just, I just follow you. Like I watch you grow and then you watch me grow. You give me my space to learn. Cause we got stories, bro. Like we got <laughs> like the time, the time I was going to kill somebody in your club, bro. And y'all was going to have to clean it up. Like, yeah, we got stories, bro. Wait, like, 
Wait. Listen, it, it yo, Wait. you got you got to understand like I was passive aggressive then. I think I'm a little bit more passive now and a less less yeah. <laughs> Bro, listen to me. You scared the crap out of me that night. I, yo, if it wasn't for Tehran. No, Tehran is 6'4", 300 pounds, and you threw him into a wall like he was a piece of paper. I didn't mean to, though. That's my yes, brother. You did. Yes, you no, did. I, yes, no, you I did. didn't. He was in the way. and I, He was in the way. He was, trying to, he was trying to stop you. Oh. He was trying to stop you. When you threw him on the thing like that, I was like, yo. Because I didn't know that, Wayne. All I knew was that, hey, big bro. <laughs> I didn't know that, Wayne. <laughs> Listen, man, it, it got a little saucy up in your club, yo. It, it was, it was, it's got a little saucy. But listen, man, I love you and I appreciate you, man. And we gonna make sure you keep up and keep doing this for the people because you have so much more to offer the world. Like, and I, I just don't want you to ever stop. And if you ever feel like your creative juices can't flow, you got me. Like, you, there's no money. Money doesn't have to be involved. And I know you like to do business that way. That's who yeah. you are. Yeah. It just never has to. When you need me, you call me. Well, you text me and I respond. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Listen, this is this is my boy, Anthony. He says, yo, we got work to do. Now, if you don't remember who Anthony is, he went by the name of Price. So you probably remember him when he was singing and, and he still sings. And this guy sings and records like for now. He's like like boys to men and Brian McKnight mixed in one. His range is ridiculous. Oh, so you do remember. Okay, I was just making sure. We went to the Knicks game together. That's right. I, I just wanted to make sure you remember. Yo, we, yo, you had us up in the skybox, baby. Yeah, that was a good time, man. That was a good night, man. That was, was a wonderful evening, brother. Crazy night, yo. Crazy I saw night. Freeman from, yeah. from UConn, remember? Yeah, man. And he got I mad did. at me because I was like, dude, you look so much bigger on TV. <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> like you my size. Yeah, I, I remember, yo. I remember. Yo, Donnie, I like the fact my man Donnie just sitting here chilling, man. He just like kicking back, like enjoying the stories, man. And to everybody that's watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, we truly appreciate you. Yes. And again, if you want to call, because we're about to kick off this new segment, we got about 20 more minutes we're going to spill. So we're going to get into some of our, our favorite uh, film scores and, and soundtracks, right? We're going to talk about movie soundtracks because they're different. Like film sc scoring films is different than movie soundtracks. And that's something that I want you guys to understand. And Cliff has done them all. You know, I haven't scored a film, but I have been on soundtracks. So we're going to get into our top five. And this is the hardest top five I've ever had to create, bro. Because when I started going through movies, I'm like, oh, I like this movie. But I, did I like the movie because of the song? Or did I like the movie because of the whole ride? So I'm like, hmm, you know, I can't wait to hear what you guys got. So we're going to get to our top five. Donnie, I hope you got your top five over there. I got my top five. We're going to start with movie scores, top five movie scores. And for those who are watching, uh, you can go ahead. And if you want to send the text to the number there on the bottom of the screen, 475-549-7849, please do so. And I'll read your scores on here. Or you could just post them right there in the comments, in the chats, if you're still uh, along with us. All right, guys. So we're going to do top five movie scores. We're going to go one by one. All right. Oh, Anthony got his top five already. Dang, you just found out. It's not like I texted you and told you. All right. We're going to start with the guests first. Donnie, you'll go second. I'll close out. Start with your fifth one, and we're going to end with our number ones. Who, me? You want me to go? Yeah, you're yeah. going to go. You're going to just read your fifth one. Donnie okay. will read his fifth. I'll read mine. All right, so I got I got three, but they're going to be... Wait, you got three at the number five? Well, what, what I'm saying is it's, it's, it's a couple of films, all right? Um... <sighs> Um, I, I know. I'm sorry, man, because I don't really like. I don't. 
Well, all right, we go we go five. I, I just didn't like the film, but I like the score. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't right. have to like the film. This is all about the okay. score. So the, the, I don't, I, I don't, but I just don't know his name. It's the 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 the, the, the gentleman that did um. Uh, hey, uh, what's up, girl? Sorry. Well, the uh, the the <laughs> the the that's that's my wife. The the uh, the what's the movie? A transporter. All right. I don't know who that. I can Google him, but I don't know who he is. But um, his the film score. Yes, I'm not gonna say I don't like the movie, but it was it was a little too fantastic, especially the second one. But the film score is 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 ridiculous. If you really delve into that film score, and the crazy part about it is, is that it's R and B ish. Yeah, I um, remember. You remember, and you remember how it was melodic. Yeah, very melodic. How do you how do you make action melodic like that? It was brilliant. It was very I got brilliant. I'm not familiar who the, the composer of that film was, but I'm definitely going to have to check it out because you're bringing it. You know, it was like, um, remember like Romeo Must Die or Cradle yeah. to the Grave? Mm -hmm. And it had that type of music type of scoring to it. This had that, but just on a different level. So five is Transporter. So your number five is Transporter. Donnie, what was your number five? Uh, number five for me is, uh, and this is going to sound weird, but I'm such a hip hop head. And for me, this was one of those first films that really just made me get that gritty New York hip hop feel was Belly. Belly, um, Belly was your five. That was that was just okay because of hip hop because it, it it was it was a relation I had with it New York hip hop on the West Coast. Oh right? yeah, I was I was really riding for New York hip hop on the West Coast, man. Like hey. when the whole East West thing happened, everybody saying Pac was better than Big. <laughs> Yeah, right. Come on. Uh, uh oh, that's but a whole no, show. came out and it, <laughs> it, it took me back to uh it took me back to, you know, it just put me back in New York. I'm I'm not saying it's the greatest one of the greatest of all time, but uh -huh. on a personal level, for me. Man, bro, you ain't gotta explain that to me. Listen, the way that joint started, bro, <laughs> they walking in the club with the blue eyes. I'm gonna bring it back because this was my joint. This was 1998. I, me and my, my roommates, we went out to New York. We copped Averexes. I still got my blue AV, and it was in the movie, baby. I still got my joint, and I could fit it. What? Because I lost mad weight, but I could still fit that joint. Plus, you copped them at like five X's anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because that was a New York thing. You know what I mean? But I got my Averex belly was the joint. All right. Here we go. So my fifth, all right. And look, I'm a gang. I like gangster flicks, yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm I, I'm into the to the to the mob fix, man. Like like that's my thing. And the funny part was Donnie mentioned Scarface and how that score was trash. It was, but this score right here, The Godfather made my number five. And this was by my man Nino Rota. I think that's how you say his name. 1972. And the mute, like from the from the the horse's head scene and <laughs> the beginning to the end, it was it was on point. You know what I'm saying? So heavy violins, yeah. Yeah, you go. Quick, the, quick, uh, quick trivia on that: the uh -oh. guy that actually wrote the Godfather theme yep. was the director's father, Francis Ford Coppola. His yep. dad actually wrote that main theme. I I didn't know that. That's good trivia. I like that. All right, so we're gonna go backwards. So I'm gonna go with my number four, then Don Ford, and Cliff Ford. We're gonna pick this up. All right, my number four. All right. Halloween, John Carpenter, 1978. Because the move, the music alone, the, not the music, but the, the sound effects, all the scoring scared me. That's what was scary in that movie. The ch -ch -ch -ch. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Crazy. All right. What was your number four, Donnie? Uh, number four for me uh, is Goodfellas. Because 
Goodfellas is one of those period pieces. And if, if I say Goodfellas, I could say every Martin Scorsese movie because he chooses the same score for sure. every movie. Yeah, that's why, that's why it's so hard to get work. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. But it's, oh, okay. it's, uh, he, uh, it's, I like those period piece movies because they play songs from that time. Yes, sir. And I feel like Goodfellas did that. Oh man, that's Dang. a good one. I wish that I was a had good that. one. That was a good one. But that just, was a good one. He just brought me to one I I should have had on my list, and it just didn't make my top five. It might make. Well, my I'm top Italian. Five. We watch Goodfellas at church. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, yo. I love it. I can't wait till we're gonna mention one honorable mention when we come back around. All right, Cliff, what was your number four? Then you're gonna go to your number three. Okay, so my number four is it's a toss up, but. I'm going to go, and this is going to be totally to the left, but he is my favorite composer, and that's Home Alone 2. Oh, Home Alone 2. Yo, the music was banging. Oh, my John gosh. Powell. John yo, I didn't think, yo, that's legit. Shoot. John Too many Powell. movies. Too many movies to make a top five. I don't five. even realize that like, classic Christmas music that we look at as classic came from the Home Alone movies. It, you yo. know what I mean? I mean, it came from other stuff, but we know it from the Home Alone movie, right? They yeah. made they made that classic music famous. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, two turtle doves. I, all right, what do was this, your number do, three? Well, one more time. Let me just do some research. Look, listen to a song called "Christmas Star." That's in that movie. Christmas Star. It's written by John Powell. R listen to this. It's, it's in the scene where he. When he looks up at the kids in the in the um in the orphanage and he decides to go and do, you know get the bad guys and all that stuff. Yeah. But that that song is playing there and it's called Christmas Star. Get some of that. Get some of that in your spirit. Anyway, all right. All right, number three. My, my number three is Spall Tall. Three the first three hundred. Not all that garbage. You're right. Was. The other ones was garbage. Yo, yeah. oh snap, that didn't make my list. <laughs> <laughs> three hundred, baby. Oh, there's too many movies. Okay, you got three hundred. Three hundred. No, ex no explanation needed. All right, Donnie, no where you at needed. on your number three, bro? Number three, I would have to go with uh, Forrest Gump. Um, that's another one of those period pieces, and and the the composer was uh, was it Horner? I'm not the sure. I know the uh, music was dope. The music to it, like I said, like I was telling you before the show, the music is that that emotional weight of the movie. And I feel like a lot of that emotional weight in Forrest Gump rests on the music. So that's why that's my number three. All right. I like it. I'm going to keep it epic, yo, with Cliff, man. He went he went 300. So I'm going to go to one of the greatest epic films of all time. The Lord of the Rings. This was my man, Howard Shore, 2001. I just, I just go, just go watch the whole series, man. Just go watch them all, all the Lord of the Rings. I just thought that the, the epic battle scenes, the they, they had different music for all the different types of characters. Like they had different scenery. So when they were with the dwarfs, they had their energetic music. Then you had your human music. Then you had your elves' music. Like it was spot on. Like it was, it was perfect. Nick, what's good, baby? Listen, oh man, look. Like Anthony got his top. I'm gonna read y'all top fives, Crystal, Anthony, whoever's writing in the comments. I promise we'll read them as we get through. All right, my number two. We're going backwards. My number two, the whole trilogy of the Dark Knight by Hans Zimmer. Like each and every one of them. You can't. I don't even know why. I, I you just blew my mind. I don't even know what. I don't even know. I, I got a Hans Zimmer. I don't know what I was thinking about. Yo, because he got too many film scores. But that trilogy right there. I, yo, uh, I could just, I can literally like turn, cut the, you know, 
I don't have to watch the movie and just turn on the sound and I can I can do the whole movie in my head. I can do all the words just by listening to the music. So that's my, that my that's my number two. Uh, Donnie, what you got for your number two? This is fun. Yeah, it's it's funny fun. you actually said that because my number two is the real Batman, Michael oh, Keaton. Oh my first Batman. And Prince. Prince. Through Prince in the mix. Yo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh you know, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, was actually my man, Michael Jackson. This is <laughs> I've had this since I was a kid. Yes, sir. I had that jacket too. Michael way, Jackson yeah. was originally asked to do the soundtrack for that movie, and he turned it down because he was doing the Dangerous tour, and uh, or the Bad tour, and uh, Prince actually picked it up and and killed it. He killed it. Wow. He murdered it. He murdered wow. it. it. So it was a Prince on that one. Wow. All right, Cliff, you know you're number two. All right, Horner. I think his name is Horner. The Avatar. The Avatar. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, All okay. right. I can't. Because, I can't argue with that. No, you, you gotta. You, you, I'm telling you, just get. We all. You go. You all. You guys have quality headphones. Yes. Listen to the scene at the end with with the epic battle. Mm -hmm. At the end, just just you. I, I can only imagine what that room was like at that time, bro. That I can only imagine what the room was like at that time because. Um, from what I from what I understand, he got nine hundred thousand dollars just to write the score, but then he got a whole bunch of money because they did it. You know, films are done now mostly software. You know that. You know, according to your budget, they went old school. I'm talking. The room was. I would have. I would have. I would have died in that room, bro. It, mm. it was just the room was immense with just just everything you can think of. But that's that's my second one. My number one one, because I go, I go we're going to keep yeah, it going. Yeah, you, right? you got it. You, you're taking us home, baby. Okay. My number one one, this might be controversy, but this is the greatest film score ever, in my opinion. And this, I know this is up for discussion, but Rocky. No, that's not up for discussion. I, 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 you know, it didn't make my top five. It's the, it's the, best, it's the best film score that it's here. Nothing. You know, you know, you know why I didn't make my top five? Because right. I only hear the theme song when I oh, think of no. the movie Rocky. I know. I'm just telling you what I hear. You know, the bent, 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 bent. That's the only thing I'm hearing. And it's cool oh. how that particular group got the theme song, too. I got a whole story about that. Did you actually know that Queen was supposed to do that movie? Like that was no, I didn't. Queen was supposed to score it, but uh, my man from Queen was the Freddie Mercury. He was like, nah, because you ain't, you ain't paying us enough. You know what I'm saying? So the, the other group got it. Yeah, well, man. that that song, but his brother actually, his brother actually over Sylvester Stallone's younger brother, mm -hmm. he did most of that movie. Oh, he did the score, right? Yeah, he I'm did just, the score I'm just talking about the uh, the, the that song. song. Yeah, that the song. That mm -hmm. song is dope. But man, there's a scene in there where uh, Mickey is like, Mickey's like, you know, trying to get Rocky to, you know, get Rocky to 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 let him, you know, train him when he found out he was gonna get a shot. And Mickey was like, he was like, well, I ain't got no, I ain't got no lock on either, Mick. And then you know, so they they were talking. Then he he threw Mick out. Remember, Mick left. Yeah. And then he came down and he ran and got him. That da, 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 da. like that 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 even that that just worked. Yo, man, that that that's that film score. By if I that that what was it? That's the best film score in my opinion ever. So yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna let it go there, and let's keep it going. All right, uh, Donnie, what you got for yours? You already know what my number one is. And it is? It's the Wars, baby, Star Wars. Um, 
episodes one through six, all of them, uh, yeah. as far as Disney, <laughs> the Disney ones. I, I love John Williams. I think those Disney movies sucked. Um, but I also think he thought they sucked. That's why he didn't put so much effort into them. Um, <laughs> like one of my biggest, uh, one of my biggest uh, excitements when I saw that first trailer, I was like, "Wow, we finally get a black main character as a Jedi," and they fucking robbed us. Excuse my language. I edited myself, but you know what I mean. It was they were just dumb, man. But if you look at those those first six, there is so much in that music. I mean, everybody hears it and they know what it is now. Um, there's a reason for that. It's that good. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. there's so much depth in that music. It's crazy. Well, we well, we did have a, 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 a James Earl Jones played Darth Vader. So he was I mean, we didn't Yeah, but you know, when the when the mask comes off, it's a white guy. I was I was ready to see I mean Samuel L. Jackson, of course, but I was I thought that dude was going to be the main guy. They sold it in the trailer like uh John Boyega was gonna take this thing home with the he had the lightsaber and all that. Um, and I feel like uh, if George Lucas was still running things, that's that's the way it would have been. But you know, you know, it, John Boyega is actually speaking out on it now. If you look up, he's he's talking about how they screwed him over. So they they he, used him as a selling point and then sold the white the the two white kids. That so, imp- yeah, the, the Imperial March, man. That listen, Star Wars, my number one too. All right, so I got I got all of them. I I like the Disney joints. I know the the film sucked. But the scoring was still there. It still did it for me. I think what changes the the scoring for the Disney ones, like the newer ones that came out, is just the fact there's no Darth Vader. And now you're trying to figure out who's the real, real bad guy. And he's not as Darth or dark as Darth Vader. So the music isn't as, you know, the music's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? But that Listen, that's the greatest song of all time. Yo, if I, uh, my wife is watching now, she probably woke up. Baby, if we get remarried, you know what I'm saying? We do our vows again, we coming down to that joint. Real talk. That's the march. Imperial, that's how we doing it. Darth Vader all day. All day. All day. Listen, time is running out. Yo, this show went by too fast, and the Celtics about to play, and I know Cliff and I want to watch that game. So, I do. We can do a sequel. I, with Cliff, because we got a lot more to talk about. Yo, Cliff, Cliff got more stuff. And Anthony, you are 100 percent correct. Um, uh, Eye of the Tiger, I believe, was Rocky Three. I believe it was Rocky Three for Eye of the Tiger. All right. Eye so of the you, Tiger, Eye of the Tiger, that's when 1986. I, I had a tiger was when nah, because he got killed in 1984. Um, um uh 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 no, 1982 was I had a tiger. So Eye of the Tiger was 82, which was would be Rocky 2. That was Rocky. No, Eye of the Tiger was Rocky 3. That's what uh, I Rocky, said. I just said the wrong date. The wrong date. Rocky, because Rocky Rocky 1 was 76. 76. 2 was 79. Yep. And uh, then 3, three was, 82. was 82. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then 4 was 84. They don't. When those you, movies don't seem that old. Listen, before we get up out of here, guys, I want to hear your number one soundtrack of all time. Your number one soundtrack of all time. Now, before we get to the number one soundtrack for each and every one of us, the one thing I did love about that little exercise is we all had different songs, except for Donnie and I, we agreed on our number one. We just said Star Wars, you know, mark them down, right? Um, Here's a list of the top 10 soundtracks, sales. So you got Bodyguard, Saturday Night Fever, Dirty Dancing, 
Titanic. That was the longest effing movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Yo, I was like, let them sink, please. Yo, man, it just it took them too long to die. All right, Grease, that soundtrack is banging because it brought yeah. you back, like Donnie said, to that time, to that era. All right. Um, some movie I ain't never heard of. Another movie I ain't never heard of. Let's get to that number seven. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. All right. Um, and then Flashdance was in there as well. And I think number 10 was Bombay. All right. Now check this out, guys. What was your favorite soundtrack of all time? Now, I I can I'm gonna think that these are gonna cater to what we just kind of grew up listening to. So yeah. what's your favorite soundtrack of all time? We're gonna start with the guest and then we'll I'll close it out and then we'll get on up out of here, guys. My favorite soundtrack of all time is is, is Purple Rain. Um, um, but I have an honorable mention, and it's gonna really take you guys for okay. a loop. I, I would love to hear your honorable loop. And I think it's what I'm vibing to right now. But uh, well, you know what? It's not. It's just great to me. Um, there's a, there's a soundtrack, Made in Manhattan, the movie. Oh, man. Uh, 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 this I forget her name. She does a she does a um. Remember that song? If only believe like miracles. Yes, the Jesse. Yes. She does a mesmerizing, she's not that great of a singer, but the track is just mesmerizing. And then um Glenn Jones does a oh he does a he does a uh uh uh, uh it's a song after that. The, the sound the, the, the soundtrack is just it it you can get lost in it. Put it down. I got you, bro. Main in Manhattan. Check that out, guys. But, All right. But 19, but Prince, Purple Rain is the Purple Rain. All right, so so Purple Rain is your number one. Donnie, what's your number one? And then give us an honorable mention. I'm going to throw you guys for a little loop here. Uh, my man and uh, arguably the greatest rapper of all time did the uh, American Gangster soundtrack. And when that came out, you know, I wasn't always this cuddly, lovable guy that you guys see right now. You know, I was really kind of living that life. And uh, American Gangster, like, put me in that emotional, like. Frank Lucas. You know, why, yeah. you, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? And, and, and the album starts out with Jay-Z explaining when he's a kid and why he got into that lifestyle, the hustling and all that. And I thought that was just a beautiful telling of the story. And I still bump that to this day. Like if somebody pisses me off, I put it in American Gangster, and I'm like, don't make me go back to the old me, you know? Um, that's my number one. I love it. And then you got an honorable mention for any, everybody else. Is there? Is there like a, you know, what would it, what would it be your number two? Uh, it, it, I was going to say Bodyguard earlier as my number one because, you know, I love Whitney, but honorable mention would just, it, it would have to be 8 Mile because it had, like, you know, my beef on there. Yo. Uh, I didn't want to do Okay. Yes. Yes. Explosive. People can <laughs> hit on Eminem, you know, all they want, but lose yourself is what put him through the stratosphere. It did. And it did. Uh, on every, every musician can relate to that. Yo. Yo. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get People one get shot. Was on that soundtrack, too. Yo, that joint was dope. The fact that he was cutting on his own boys and talking bad about himself just just did it for me. All right, so my number one, yo, my number one is Purple Rain. It it's the greatest soundtrack of all time. If you're a musician, if you're an artist, if you're a songwriter, if you're a singer, and this isn't your number one soundtrack, and I love Whitney Houston to death, but she would have been my number two. But my honorable mention is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to go to the West Coast for my honorable mention. And there was this movie that came out about these dudes that play basketball. You know what I'm saying? And and he and one of the dudes in the movie, Tupac, was in this film. You know what I'm saying? Dwayne Martin starred in this film. 
Oh, my boy Leon was in this joint. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he played nuts. Well, not nuts. So, but nuts was the one yeah. that passed. But listen, above the rim soundtrack, I was so you know how Donnie Donnie's from the East Coast, right? But and he loves his East Coast roots. He moved out to the West Coast. I'm from the East Coast, but I love the West Coast. When Dr. Dre, like I wasn't a huge NWA fan. Cause I couldn't oh, listen yeah. to that music, but no. I damn sure snuck the chronic in the crib, and I definitely had doggy style hiding in the bushes. Sorry, mom, I know you're watching. So I had them CDs. So anything in 1991 to like 95 before the West Coast kind of started like kind of going back down because the East Coast came back strong. Like I was on it. Above the rim soundtrack had Tupac with drink drink away the pain, something like that. A part of yep. the liquor, can't think of the name of it. It had rage with Afro puffs. I rock stuff. Yo, huh? yes. Yes, 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 yo, yes, it was yes, a dope yes, soundtrack. Yes. So for me, above the rim would be my honorable mention, yo, because the West Coast is not the best coast, babe, but I definitely have my West Coast vibes, California love all day. <laughs> can I can I get a shameless plug? Listen, Absolutely. Speaking of soundtracks, the No Regret soundtrack is out. It's available on all platforms. It's Wait. featuring your. I, I got two songs on there. One is called Thinking of You. Hold on uh, one second. We gonna, I'm going to type that up so they can read that real quick. All right. What is it called? The No Regrets soundtrack. Oh, No Regrets. Gotcha. Yep. yep. It's, it's got, um, uh, I have two songs on there that I co-produced co with Troy Oliver. I'm doing vocals and everything. And it's just so dope when Loretta Devine is talking, you can hear my song in the background. I'm like, pop, pop. Because, you know, my dad was a big fan of her. And then there's another song called Girl You Are that we produced, uh, we produced some years ago, but it was totally fitting. For the scene, so and then and then and then uh, we have uh, on that soundtrack. There's um, what's that? I don't. I'm not really a rap guy, but what's that? He's a rapper. Uh, Future, I believe he's on that soundtrack. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Future's on that soundtrack, and it's another bunch of other names on that soundtrack. So go cop that soundtrack. It's out there. Yes, sir. Go get that. No regrets. We want to thank our guest, Mr. Clifton V. Power for thank coming you. on the show, baby. Thank you for being our guest, man. We truly appreciate you. We want to thank all those that were tuned in, that were sitting here talking. I didn't get to their list, so I got to get to their list real quick. All right. So G Family Man says Top Gun soundtrack oh. and Urban Cowboy. Oh my God. I Bro, forgot. Yo, I did. Let me let me go Top find gun. some of these. Top Yo. Gun. Top Top oh my God. Yo, you break like you. We about to have a movie night. Speaking of movie night, my man Anthony, we're going to put on a movie podcast for you guys so we're going to sit here and bring back some of these films man if you yes. want to be a part of that make sure you tune in because we can have about four or five of us you got the jet bro you got Jeez. The jet. i got maverick's new jet from the sequel ah oh, look let me let me go over my man anthony uh feliciano's joints man empire strikes back was his number one number two was rocky ghost dog number three that's the rizza uh um and starring forrest whitaker i believe number four the godfather five trouble man six jaws just from the jaws how can we forget jaws was that john williams too do do Dude, yeah, I'm not, yes. number seven, no. number seven, Batman, number eight, Psycho. How is Psycho How not on the list? Psycho? Just wasn't thinking. Back to the future. Back to the future. Yeah, there's a lot of. We gotta maybe do a ten top ten then. You know we gotta do a top ten. Yo, Anthony, we gotta do a sequel to have you on the show again, bro. I got so much more to ask you. Spider-Man yes, Into yes, the Spider-Verse was one of the greatest movies of all time. And it was the cartoon. I just want to put that plug out there. One of the greatest... Did you just and say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was one of the best movies of all time? Bro, the junk made you cry, bro. If you didn't cry during that movie, you not human. 
Just go rewatch it, bro. Just go rewatch. I'm, 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 I may do that. To, well, no, this my Celtics. Please, Green Celtics baby. I, I ain't got time for nothing else. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And then, and then my little cousin Crystal, she says, "Roots, glad." Yo, I can't put Roots. Roots was so gosh darn depressing, but they it did have some good music. It did have good score. Gladiator, Star Wars, Casino. How did we forget Casino? Schindler's List. Yo, you got some. You got some. Some soundtracks. Some scores we up here, some, man. We got some good scores up here. Yeah. Really good. Yes, we you didn't do. forget Casino. I brought up uh, Goodfellas. Same you damn soundtrack. Well, Casino, <laughs> I ain't like Casino because of what happened with uh, was well, Sharon Stone was in there, right? It was too damn long, yeah. too, man. It was just like... Yeah, you, but when, when she got with Joe Pesci, and you know how he was doing yeah, that thing when like, they pushed yeah, the girls... Like, come on, man. Yeah, right. man, I, like I wasn't feeling that. Ten times better. I like Joe Pesci and 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 uh, Goodfellas than I did in Casino. Just keeping it a book. And my honorable mention for the movie that I wanted to say, I know I said The Godfather, a Bronx Tale had a dope score. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Had that whole doo thing going on, man. It had the whole doo one of my favorite movies. Yo, and if you, you like that guy went to he went to jail for murder? He did, bro. He's gone, gone. He's yeah, out yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's out. He's out. It, was, it was his boy that murdered a cop, and he was there. They were robbing some house. He's out yeah. now. He's doing work. He's right, slow. Good. Yeah, he did get bigger. Um, and, 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 and the girl, uh, what's Terrell her name? Hicks. Uh, yeah, Terrell Hicks. Have you ever heard? I was at Troy Taylor's wedding. She, she could sing. No, she sung at Troy Taylor's wedding. And she I was like, also in Belly. Yeah. She was in yeah, Belly. Yeah, she was from Belly. Yes. Yep. yep she was but in did, Belly. Did yeah. anybody practice the locked door test? You don't have to do that now because everybody got the cluck cluck. But the, well, you guys are too young. But what's the lock was. It was in the movies. He said, "What you doing?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And they reach over and open up the door uh-huh. and unlock it. That, that's the one. But if she yeah. doesn't reach over, she's a selfish dame and get rid of it. Yo, that that was that was yo. That movie was educating I'm, us at the same time. I'm telling you, I bought my first brand new car. I had an option to get power locks and power windows, or get the one that didn't have it. And for that reason, my dumbass bought that car that didn't have the power windows and locks, and I do the damn door test. Yes, I know the door test. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My first Yo, car was a 1976 Toyota Corolla, so I didn't have that option. It right. just didn't roll, up roll down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My first car was a Cutlass Oldsmobile something, and, and we had to pull the lock up. It didn't have power. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, well, man, man, my, my age, My first car took regular gasoline, not unlike. <laughs> Here, that, here's what's old yeah. Here's what's funny though. Those girls that we had during those times of the car, obviously they weren't keepers, right? They they, they might have passed the door test, but I ain't with that chick no more. I, I'm married. No, no, <laughs> I, I got my, my keepers in. The, yeah, my keepers in the other room, brother. Oh, so she yeah, unlocked yeah. your door? Yeah. By the time I met Ricky, everything was just power lock, yo. Know? Yeah, I'm power lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I got to tell you, test you can do though. I'll yeah. share that with you guys later off air. Nah. Mine has helped me get in the car a couple of times. listen everybody we truly thank you we truly thank you and appreciate you guys for tuning in to under the spotlight this is episode four guys we're going to keep this going man i really love doing this and having this platform and thank you to that person that called they didn't mention their name um that sent that wonderful message that had me read that over the air. That was was truly, yeah, like that was amazing. Thank you for that wonderful, you know, soliloquy you gave us, that little monologue you did. That was dope, man. And we truly appreciate you, bro. And we can't wait to have you here on the next time. Any final words from you, Donnie, and any final words from you, Cliff? Hey, I just want to say thank you to our, to our guests, man. You were, you're amazing. I really hope we can do a follow-up to this because I'm so interested in what you do, man. And just keep, keep pushing, man. And I, I want to say, uh, you know, Wayne, I've been in podcasting for many years, 
And what you've done here is you've taken it to the next level, man. I'm really impressed. And I'm telling you, man, I'm here to support. And I'm here. I got your back. All I've always had. You already know. I've always had mm-hmm. your back. But listen, I really, 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 really love what you're doing. And I, I just want to see you get get to the next level to where this is all you're doing. Thank um, you. um, 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 and, I, and I can see that happening for you, brother. Thanks for having me on. I truly appreciate it. Man. Anytime, guys. Listen, man, we truly appreciate you, man. Peace, love, and hair grease. We out, man. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shoot the Breeze. Peace out, y'all.